<laughs> Creepy, are you crinkling your fucking Pop Tarts package? <laughs> Just listen to that. Listen. ASMR. Why are you smacking Pop Tart mouth in Kathy's ear? People come from listening to the sound. People come from the sounds of Pop Tarts. I don't. What? Get them. What are you fucking? What the fuck did you just say? ASMR, okay. audio sensory meridian response, I think is what it's called. If I'm, not, if I'm incorrect, I'll be correct. So if you crinkle Pop-Tarts, Yeah, like people... chicks, uh, there's chicks on the internet that do this shit. They like, there's this chick with big tits and like big doughy eyes and I guess she and does she crinkles shit. Pop-Tarts? She crinkles Pop-Tarts and fucking... And people spread. come. I guess. I, <laughs> I, I enjoy it on a level. I always learn something new when Creepy is here. Well, thank you, goddammit. You don't know that. I do not know. I, I Why would, would fucking, we know? I would go buy 8,000 boxes of fucking Pop-Tarts if I thought it made fucking chicks come. God damn it. Are you guys ready to do a show? <laughs> Let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! I'm Kathy. I'm Dr. B. <laughs> I'm Dr. B. Yeah, that sounded so cool. That was so cool. It's like, We're like, I'm Kathy and Boogie. All of a sudden, and I'm Count Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> and this is show 100 and dose. Wait, don't say, don't say, DS, don't say, don't say, dose. Nope. Yep. 112. Fuck it. Whatever. Yes, you got it right. <laughs> Notice that my bilingual abilities are lacking. Today, but it is an exceptional show. We just we survived Carnal Carnival. Yes, we did. Carnal Carnival was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and oh wait, I'm trying to, trying to read the thing. I'm blind. I'm like, am I supposed? Because we're doing the thing where we break potato mayhem, like you set up into a few things. And I'm like, is this the time where I talk to Unger? Why I told you I would print out a large text thing for you. I just no. want that, that, that like big magnifying fish thing you had in the library No, and just attach that to my head. And just walk around and just with like it. Just like with these giant <laughs> Mr. Magoo going, <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Nobody knows Mr. Magoo. Uh, I'm the only one in the Love Lab who knows Mr. Magoo. <laughs> oh my God. So what is zombies in the Love Lab? Oh, did, did you know that somebody in this Love Lab is a pee-pee zombie and he kept it quiet? Who? Who is it? Our co-host, Dr. B! It's true. I had no clue. You're a pee-pee zombie? Yeah. I didn't even know you'd listen to the show. He was a closet zombie is what he was. I don't like to trumpet it from the rooftops or anything. Because he's a little ashamed, really, is what I'm saying. (laughs) I think think that's pretty much why most of our listeners don't (laughs) come forward. That's right. Some are really enthusiastic, but they're like us. They have no pride or shame. And here you are. You're always telling me that we don't have a lot of local uh, fans, that all of our fans... No, that's changing. Yes, but how many people are there... How many zombies are lurking around <laughs> us that we don't know this about? This is starting to get creepy, well, so it's it like is. they're really infected. We live in L.A., so <laughs> I mean, the zombies are... Well, yeah. Pretty much Hollywood. <laughs> they smell like urine. Um, oh, <laughs> urine God. zombies. Which leads to my next line. If I don't play with urine-soaked women. Oh, that's that's my new... That's, 
That's my new line. Don't play with urine-soaked women. So just in the shower? No. (laughs) (laughs) That means I don't play with people in relationships where the guy has sufficiently pissed all over his girl. And because, you know, you're in the dungeon, and it's like, I do it to Mew all the time. Guys are like, oh, hey, what's up, little slut? You were blah, 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 blah. And I have to walk up next to him and go, (laughs) and pee all over my girl. So disgusting. I do it with Bunny, too. Sometimes from across the room, I'm all, hey. Are we going to play in a few minutes? <laughs> Stop it. So I don't play with urine-soaked women, you know, because that's just, then I got to play with the dude. So that I made up that How term. How did you get from zombies to that? I don't know, because there's an infection. You said, which reminds yes, me. Yes, Anthony. <laughs> You're completely ignoring the fact that they could be urine-soaked by other women. You open up the door for that? What? What? <laughs> In other words, they're urine-soaked by other women, not by a dude. Anthony, okay, okay. Wait, talking to the mic. I told this to him Saturday night when we had oh, this yeah, discussion right. about urine-soaked women. <laughs> and I told him, what if there's another girl that is soaking the girl? Do you remember this? No, I don't remember we this. Told we had this conversation. This was like four days ago. You expect <laughs> me to remember this, Saucy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I, I, whatever. I don't like. I don't really like playing with anyone in serious relationships. Now, then, if the female's involved, and then then that's. Yeah, I don't know how we got into it's this. Just a casual urine soaking. It's though. a casual urine soaking. Okay, but traditionally, like no that dude, that dude piss fucking when they you know they piss on their chick. You're just like ah, and then they're like, well, you have to talk to my dominant to play, and then you they like look down on you like you're the fucking horny teenager, and they're like, well, I'll let you touch my girl, but psst, let me piss a little on her first. To make sure that the scent is really good in your nose while you're playing with her. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not into it. Billy is not like that at all because aren't you a relationship anarchist? I am totally a relationship anarchist. I never even anarchist. asked if you'd be you okay will play talking about in that. Any, <laughs> totally you will play in piss shit. You don't care, man. Well, you just want the highness. You know what? I will say this. Anybody who's too much in a... Um, in a dynamic of some sort where there is like somebody else involved in our relationship, I'm totally not interested. Yeah. So. C. What, what Dr. You, B. Dr. B's an anarchist, not like you. You've got rules upon rules upon rules. That they're my rules, so that's anarchy. Exactly. Why don't you go piss anarchy. on some more women? I will. Let's talk about the coordinator's challenge. Unger! Yes, Boogie. Unger? Yes, Boogie. How can I help you? You're looking well today. He's not looking well at all. He's broken. Look at him. He's bleeding. (laughs) Well, I mean, other than the giant fucking gouge on the front of your face, you're looking well. That's called my mouth. And technically, no. <laughs> and technically, I can't see his face because the, the, the electronic drum symbol is back. Oh, yeah, that's right. You are fucked up. It's, a, <laughs> oh, it's horrible looking. Why, why, thank you, Boogie. I, I appreciate it. So, your, uh, yeah. Unger, uh, yes. how did uh, uh, other... Well, first, describe this wonderful injury upon oh, the, the bridge of your nose. Start with that. So... So dungeon furniture can be unwieldy at times. Unwieldy, indeed. And... Um, to set up for Carnival Carnival, we need to move a lot of our furniture outside into a storage area so that it's out of the way. Sure. And one of them wasn't happy with being moved the way I was moving it. And Rebellious. so it kind of folded back on itself, and I got caught right between two nice 4x4s or 2x4s, oh, I That's think, right. right. That was that, that brown St. Andrews brown cross. St. Andrews So cross. right in the X portion. No, it was the back part. Oh, that, that where it comes to a around. point where it comes to that. Yeah, that like right in the middle of yeah, the X. Yeah, right so that there. literally that part folded back on like me. a chick sticking her fucking legs over your yeah, face. Yeah. So that's, that's actually how <laughs> I got the it little was wood. That's how I got the cut on the side of my face too, because it actually came and hit me straight 
Ow! In it's the like, middle of that piece, Unger so, tried to go down on a St. Andrew's oh, cross, and it being didn't work out for him. Threshold is very dangerous. <laughs> well, I, 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 we bottomed a threshold. I know. <laughs> <that's what> we <laughs> I injure myself at every event, but I think this is the worst we've had yeah. so far. That was, yeah, but and you, as if that wasn't bad enough, you let people throw pies Oh, that's in your right, because you did yeah. pies oh, and in the your first face pie that was thrown, the edge of the pie tin caught me right there. Oh. So some of the pies were a little red. So, that. oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. So that is so awesome. Blood cream pies. Yes. That is. <laughs> that is. I don't have a problem with this concept. That is awesome. So you. How took many pies in the face did you take? I <laughs> lost track. Um, there weren't as many as I had hoped. Wasn't there one less pie because a certain perverted podcast listener that comes into the studio, Steve? Just lurched it past you. Well, well, he, he, <laughs> out of everyone that threw pies, he still paid for and pie. threw the pie. I just wasn't sure what he was aiming at with the first one. The he just threw it you. like like it didn't it even just, it wasn't yeah. even like a rim shot. It didn't even yeah. bounce off the rim. It just literally but, but, like hit the ground. But I, I taunted him some because I you know it's what you do when you're getting pies. Sure, so sure. he got another one and, and hit me straight in the face. He hit with the straight. <laughs> That's just awesome. But but I think that was the only miss of the day. But other than that, cool. it was actually a pretty good day. It um, was oh, other than the the injury to the face and the the yeah, I think yeah, I, lots I, of people came I in. I think car I took carnival. the brunt of the bad stuff for the day. Yes, so. you did. It was great. The there was the tons of people. Well. The vendors did great. All the dildo bowling. Hollywood Daddy was wearing a strap on for the strap which with, was, clown yeah, which was, face. with clown okay. face which was, it was great yeah. which was i went out to dinner which afterwards was horrible. and there he was at bob's big boy in his clown makeup <laughs> freaking uh, people out nice. <laughs> i had to wear that dildo while he watched unger getting pied and someone chose that moment to dick punch the guy wearing the strap on <laughs> ah! <laughs> and you know what it kind of hurt <laughs> even though it was just a rubber even event. though it you wasn't your penis this is why that event made no money you had two guys wearing strap ons this is supposed to <laughs> <laughs> women wearing straps. No, I got a real a long, and so did he. Lines of women that uh, I think were really you, into that, that idea. That you pissed off yeah. and wanted to, yeah, something. You know, punch the the Uber guy that did the, the Uber het guys <laughs> all of a sudden doing strap on stuff. Right. I suppose that would build all a drop, right. which we have, we've never had before. It was a new thing. <laughs> and for, let for me just add that our own Doctor B. Yes, Doctor. Did yes. you do uh, uh, photography? You did photography at the party that, which yes, was also did. humongous. Yeah, yeah. Was, you took uh, lots of pictures, saw lots of boobies. I think I saw like one booby, lots of butts and one penis. Oh, fair enough. Sounds like a mix. <laughs> yeah, you're much. like a you're like a renaissance man. You do photography, you do writing, you do all kinds. Yeah. It's of funny. I was actually Kathy's listening. hot for you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy's hot. She wants your fucking Doctor B ween. Well, you he know always tries to, to embarrass it. me, she, and it doesn't work. She does. She wants well, to crawl on her hands and knees to you. He's into medical play, and I'm like, what? No. Yes, I've seen you. You, you, you got really. your lab coat. You like gauze. <laughs> yeah, gauze gonna, is <laughs> safe. I saw it. No, my FetLife name. <laughs> my my FetLife. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my FetLife name, experimental, kind of sums it up actually, uh, ah. because it's not that I want to do a bunch of medical play and draw blood and stuff. It's just that I've always liked experimenting on people, so. Sure. It just kind of fit well with the theme, which is why I got the lab coat to kind of help if somebody wanted to have a fantasy about that. It's not my thing at all. It was just kind of just for <laughs> wow. atmosphere. Yeah, more I than thought it was all He's like you. typical middle-aged guy. Hey, dude, if it works, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> you want me to wear a fucking tutu? Yeah. If that fucking gets your pants off, man, I'm game. Fuck yeah. I have no pride. My pride left at 23, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the older guys get the chicks, because we're Fuck like, yeah. Fuck, it. Yeah. Fuck it. You want to paint my toenails? Fuck it. Oh my God. Uh, you want me to wear a dildo on my fucking head while you sit on my face? 
whatever. Are you through? Are you going to tell us why you were feeling the burn? <laughs> oh, my what God. Is that? It says okay, Boogie feels is, the burn. This is going to be good. <laughs> Everyone just calm down because this is going to make... burn when you urinate? This is gonna, no, it's is not chlamydia or something. Did you and Unger uh, burn down something Yes, Unger again? and I fucked, and now we have chlamydia and feel <laughs> the burn. So disgusting. That was awesome, I like guy on guy sex, but the thought of that... Freaking Well, that's like Ogre and... Bugla. I didn't even have a name. I'm like Bugla. That would be like the least watched porn. That would be like worse than two girls in a cup. That would be just like literally people would be like, that would be like the college prank to just see people's reactions. Ouch. Yes. Go on with your story. <laughs> why did it get so quiet? Well, because I y'all, why. we all have you, visuals. Because you all mind. fucking thought exactly. about it. And everyone's like, ah, yeah, I do feel a little sick. No, this was even better. So I'm talking to this young little thing online. And uh, really, really cool woman. Um, you know, we're having a good conversation. I'm giving all my philosophies. You know, we're, we're talking about stuff. And, and it's really, you know, it's a good conversation. Well, I play, work out. I don't know, whatever. We'll find out. But, um. But uh, so we're moving along, and the air conditioning that I have in here, um, prior to Tom uh, lovingly putting a vent in here, uh, which now makes it a little bit cooler in the Love Lab. Yes, um, dying my off. little pipe through the roof air conditioner, it makes a lot of noise. So when I talk to people and I really want to hear what they have to say and interact, I have to turn it off. And if it's a hot day, it gets really warm after about an hour. So I, I tell this girl who I barely know. Like, I don't really know this this girl at all. And we've had a couple conversations. And she's like, I really like talking to you, you know, because whatever. Uh, and so we're talking. I say, hey, you know what? I got to let you go. <clears throat> we've been talking for an hour. And I don't have the air on, so I can hear you. And it's fucking, it's burning hot in here. It's just like fucking hell in here. So I got to go. And without missing a beat, she goes, oh, it'll burn the fat right off you. <gasps> no. <laughs> no. Didn't she say melt? <laughs> melt <gasps> or burn, whatever she said. Oh it'll, my God. it'll melt the fat right off. Did you. you just curl up in the fetal position and cry yourself to sleep? <laughs> I was like, I was so excited by the brutal, vicious on. Like I don't know, I'm fucking fat. That shit's fucking <laughs> funny because I said what and she instantly went oh shit <laughs> no backpedal that's just like oh i've been having this great conversation he's a fat piece of shit and you know but uh no she's like oh my god i'm used to talking to my friends who i can be really blunt and honest with <laughs> and so wow. so i thought i said you know what i gotta give you the point it was uh it was that was a pretty amazing Unbelievable. it'll melt the fat right off you <laughs> That life is the place Talk about genital torture and subspace We share our kinky thrills With perverts from around the world Yeah, perverted podcast Talking about that life, motherfucker for your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. And this week, we have a post from Needle in a Haystack. It's called BDSM is based on trust, Colin Bullshit. Mm. This is our mm, Dr. B. Keep a straight face. She says, You trust your play partner to untie you, but not enough to tell them where you live, to tell them your real name. You trust each other, but personal details, waving hello in public or calling without texting to make sure it's okay, is a no no. 
Stop. I don't want to hear that anymore. In one breath, I hear that trust is paramount in healthy BDSM, but the next sentence is a warning that people should guard their information closely for fear of being outed. If you worry that a partner might blackmail or out you, then why the hell are you playing with them anyway? That's quite Mm. a ranty... uh, It was a little bit longer than that. It's... it's, Here's the... Okay. You guys want to go first? Because I, you know, I have the correct answer, of course. But you guys what? can go ahead and go first. I'm gonna let you talk. But I'll, okay, no, no, no. Go, go ahead. Like we have a lot of people just jumping in. What, what is, what does my real name have to do with fucking spanking your ass? I don't well, well, here's the thing. We're talking about trust now. Okay, I am gonna jump in early, and then we can start going in um, because I'm a dick. So yeah, this is a point of view from a specific point of view. Because that means this is where... I know that sounded redundant. Um, <laughs> shut up. It's, it's moving in one direction. In the case of something like you're going to meet a stranger... See, we all have this lifestyle here. So we have a dungeon. So we have different points of view about playing with people. Are you talking about public play? Are you talking about playing a public dungeon? Are you talking about meeting people at a creepy hotel that you've never met before in your life? There are different points of view about trust because trust is obviously not just one little block of thing it's thing that goes in varying degrees there's a spectrum to trust or whatever so if it's the point of view that i'm meeting somebody who i don't know and they won't give me their name or tell me anything about them or give me a license or a place that i can make a safe call or meet me at the police station or whatever you have to do to feel comfortable before you let said stranger tie you up in a hotel room then absolutely you shouldn't fucking trust someone like that. But if you're going to be in a dungeon where, you know, if there's going to be dungeon monitors and people around, then absolutely you don't need to have uh, information to trust somebody. Right. Dr. B? It was, yeah, it was just a little too black and white for me. Like, uh, she clearly... Has, she clearly has like zero risk management skills. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm going gi- to... I'll give you an example. My um, One of my partners that i've been with for almost three years i had keys to their place before i had before i knew their real name (laughs) so i totally get that yeah Yeah, there's trust and then there's trust because there's what it go by in in the scene and that's not uh and and i'm like that's good enough for me i don't care you know it's like yeah (laughs) but but you just have levels for you know how much trust do i need to have like you said at a at a public dungeon you can kind of let things go or you know what she mentioned sti tests and i'm like you need sti tests you know what barriers are you know (laughs) yeah well i mean once again this is all comes at varying levels if this is what she i mean it was her post i mean and i'm not just defending you know her to defend her, but it, it's her post, so this is her point of view and her rant about where she stands, and she's self-advocating for herself. Yeah. Now then, if we're interpreting this as her saying this for everybody, then obviously that's pretty narrow-minded. So this yeah. may work for her, but there are a lot of people out there that have varying levels of trust. I mean, shit, how many of us get in our car every day and drive down the road and completely trust the person on the other side of a painted line to not fucking veer in my lane and kill me. So there's people we trust with our lives 
yeah. every day that we don't know anything about. We go to a doctor and we're sick and they shove a needle in us and we we got to trust that hopefully it's going to make us feel better and not give us some infection that kills us. So there's a lot of different levels of trust with people, but you got to do what's comfortable for you. If this is her point of view and she needs a name and a license and a trip to the police and STI checks and all of those things to make her comfortable, then that's herself advocating for herself. Well, clearly she's talking about a level. I, I'm assuming she's talking about a level of play that I wouldn't get to somebody for like six months. You know, I mean, I. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Take. And and I mean, I remember first coming to the club and playing for a while. And the the odd thought hit me that I'm getting naked in front of these people. And I don't know what their last names are. I know <laughs> nothing about them. And yet I would go to dinner with my family and they know so much about them. But I'm never going to let them see me naked. Sure. And I always thought that is just so counterintuitive to get into a, a vulnerable place with someone I don't even really know that well. But within the confines of this club that I trust, you're right, Boogie. It makes a difference that there's a DM there that my friend is right outside the room that I know that there's a club safe word. However, if I'm going to be meeting somebody outside of the club, which I don't, but it, let's just say I did, oh, you better fucking believe I want to see a picture of your driver's well, license. I want to know where you live. Yeah, I want to know sure. your, everything. So, yeah, you don't know where she's coming from. But I do think it's uh, if you're in a community that you trust and you have a club like Threshold Around, I don't think there's that, that much need for that much safety. You know, not to get totally politically correct, but uh, that's true. I did not think of the privilege we have to have. What yeah, because, I mean, a know? lot, that's most true. of our listeners are in places where you're going to be meeting somebody on a blind date. Yeah. You know, there there is no community. There's no <laughs> munch. There's no. So this that's where I came from that point of view to where this rant is absolutely critical. And then once sure. again, but even in the case where there's no community, there are people, risk-aware consensual kink may not be the wisest, that like the thrill of meeting <laughs> strangers and like the thrill of not using condoms when they have sex with people and taking that risk for themselves and hoping it works out for the best. So, I mean, everyone has to kind of do what makes them the most comfortable for themselves. Hopefully, we educate people here on Perverted Podcast and in, in the community uh, classes and dungeons and stuff like that to, hey, advocate for yourself, do whatever you need to take care of yourself, have a safe call, those types of things. I think for me where it went off the rails was with her uh, title. <laughs> it was right. like, there is no trust. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> you know, it's like like it was a blanket statement. Sure, sure. Yeah. It is pretty strict. Yeah. A lot of what you guys said, I, when I, it's an excellent point. I come from the perspective of here and coming to Threshold and places like Threshold and knowing that there's an open door policy or there's no play with the door closed, there are DMs, um, there are rules. Especially the first time I play with someone, why would I share a bunch of information that's not necessary to share? I sure. like what you said, Doctor B. I, I agree with. Um, it's kind of an earned thing over time, and there's a lot of people—not a lot, but some people you play with. You decide you don't want to play with them again, and vice versa. It's like there wasn't a connection there. Why would I want all that personal information that was not necessary? Well, that's it's, very unique to BDSM kink and pickup play. Right. And we're almost all exclusively in here pickup players. Right. Where we do that, where other people 
that they're only going to play with somebody if they're hoping to build something. I see. So it's kind of, it is a different point of view. And from the pickup player perspective, something you have said in the past at Threshold Orientations, which really sticks with me, is today's fat life friend or scene friend is tomorrow's fat life enemy. Absolutely. And the consequences of that, once someone knows your deal, like if you're going through a divorce and there's a child custody thing, and now they've got your stuff sure. and your social media and blah, blah, blah. So... It's earned. I like what you said. That it's yeah, an absolutely. earned over time thing, I think. Yeah. But I don't want to I mean this this is great because now we're getting all of the different points of views. That's well, what I was hoping this conversation <laughs> would lead to. For the record, I'm not I I am a pickup player, but I'm like I just run my stuff backwards. I like I will play before I have a relationship, but I do have people that I'm in a relationship with that I play with a lot. Sure, sure. So it's good. That was good. It's Let's good. Uh, check in. in with the Unger because I believe he asked the chat room a question. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, God. Where, <laughs> I'm so blind. show's getting weird. We need a new direction. So let's have Unger ask the chat room a question. Heavy metal. Ah! Andrew's not looking horns. at us. Does that make anyone? Co- He's just. I don't need to look at you to know what's going on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yowza! He's in I'm a mood. very aware He's of everything around me. Quite uh. bristly. Unger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Boogie. Uh, is there a question for the chat room? We did have a question this evening. The oh. question that we put, pr- sent out to the chat room was. What have you done with someone else's blood? The caveat is it was a live person. <laughs> oh, you had to put at that the in time. there. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, and you put that out already? Yeah, much earlier. Much like, earlier. Like, Did you get like any an res- hour ago. any responses? I know you're just <laughs> blood whore demon psychopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. everything before you give your list, give the tamer list. Um. Some of the some of the easier ones. Uh, actually, Victoria had a fun one with uh, passed out at the side of it. Um, of course, she was passed it, out at the side somewhere. She passed out. At the, she passed oh, oh, blood. she passed out at the oh, side. That's you right, know Victoria. That's yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Zerathos cleaned it up. Um, <laughs> He's a coroner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has For let real? people drink there. Has let people drink hers, and she's drank theirs. Okay. Um, it's like in a shot glass. Usually it, it it it's not done like that. Yeah, but he would know. Usually it's done quite differently. It's very you different. can do it that way if you want. It's kind of like a Merlot. You really <laughs> want to let it sit for a bit to let the fibrogen rest. Well, maybe it a, doesn't breathe as well as a Chilean Merlot, but you know. But with this, as a semen cocktail, how does that as work? A <laughs> Oh, a blood semen cocktail. Ew. That's oh. disgusting, you we guys. We can make it worse, Kathy. No, oh, no, 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 no. I've got a lot of things we can put into that cocktail. For the love of God, please don't put anything in Ooh, there. Ooh, like a layered shot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Stop it. Don't encourage him. So any uh, other great things that have been done with blood um, now that we've gotten rid of half our listeners? Wet slave, well, wet slaves for a firefighter EMT demonstration has pumped another's blood into someone else. As so like a cool. transfusion. Yeah. So that's cool. Risk aware, consensual yeah. game. Yeah. Um, Aki, is also finger painted with someone else's blood, apparently. That that's is fun. amazingly fun. Which is fun. That and, is amazingly and that's fun. My, my list is pretty much that. Eat, 
drank other people's blood, had them drink mine, eat other people's blood, had them eat mine, finger painted on them, finger painted on myself with someone else's blood. Haven't yeah. you lit it on fire just to see what it smelled Actually, like? Actually, I have. Oh. And I've, elect- <laughs> I've electrocuted it, too. <laughs> have you? <laughs> it congeals faster. It's kind of cool. Wow, like like fucking the thing? Yeah. Like the 1982 thing? Yes. And then it, it jumps out of the off. thing, and then veins start coming out of the neck, and they're all, get me away from that guy. Maybe we're being old again. Yes. Nobody gets Didn't they make a newer version of the thing in 2012? They did, but then we're talking about that one. No. It wasn't nearly as good. That one they looked for fillings. Wasn't that a prequel? Okay, let it what? go. It was, Nobody actually. knows what you're talking about. Well, the thing, it took over bodies in like the Antarctica and shit like that, and the only way you could tell if it was a human in the second one was you opened their mouth and you looked if they had fillings because the thing couldn't replicate metal. Dog. Yeah. Ah, I've been schooled. <laughs> I've never even seen it. I just read, the, just watched the actually, preview I'll, I'll read and read so the synopsis a like a fucking dipshit. Go off the rails like this. Was there anything else in, that was interesting? But that's all related to the. That's it. That's all related to blood. That's our what? What's the um, oh X cord X cord now Carlos? We also talked about him <laughs> Carlos. Whatever. I don't need to Carlos. say his name. He he doesn't even listen to the show. Um, <laughs> he just goes to the chat room because he's lonely. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Him and his bird are squawking. Um, just like the, ours. He has a the bird. he's ever done is wipe someone else's blood off his shoes. He just threw that in there. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I think? Is he misses IRC, doesn't he? It's very <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're back in IRC. You know what? You have to tell. <laughs> so comfortable again. That's awesome. You have to tell Carlos that now he has to listen to the show because we talk shit about him all the time. I've told I, him and he still refuses. I've told him to come to the show. Good. We'll keep And he we'll refuses because he's got to go home and watch um, Survivor. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Survive reruns of Survivor. What I don't about, know. Uh, They're still making new ones. What about you, Boogie? What, what me? What weird all all the same done? things, you know, uh, eat blood. I, I'm not a huge blood person, but I became a blood person based on the connection and the intimacy that happens during blood play. Yeah. So I'm the type of person that I can be in it. I can be a first responder and see blood and guts and shit like that. But I can't think about blood. So I can't reflect with you after the scene. Mm. Even though I was the one doing it, I can't talk about your blood play scene with you. Otherwise, my veins go to crystal, and I'm like, ah! I totally get that. But I love it, painting, putting it on faces. I love making, like, kabuki masks on on faces. What about you, Dr. B? You know what? It sounds really good on paper, but when I actually see it, I have this really visceral reaction, like... Oh my god! I need to fix it or run away or oh. something. You know, it's like fight or flight. <laughs> that's, that's the best. Yeah, They're bleeding to death. <laughs> run! <laughs> that's well, actually part of this. Part could of stain my clothing. Is, is either getting over that or you no, know, getting yeah, into I it. don't doubt that at some point I probably will. Just be, puke but, like, it out a few <laughs> times. Just fucking hurl right on the open wound. <laughs> <laughs> Risk aware, and then and then you'll be better. Nobody, that was too much? Is that, that the was, bar? That's that, it? You crossed the line, That man. was it? Finally, after 112 episodes, that was the one? <laughs> That's it, all right. The fucking cum blood shot, that that was fucking just fucking nifty, right? Yeah, I, I just successfully t- gotten that layered, out of my head. Layered. Thank layered. you for that. Can we layer it with pus or urine? Oh. Mailbox. I can't. I just can't. What? You're going to have to read this. <laughs> just get your mind out of You it. broke me, is what it is. <laughs> All right, perverted mailbox. I hear we you have. Like that. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Man. Here, look, I got you a girl girl porn. Ooh. I ha- you know what? what? I got my own girl girl porn happening. 
You don't like oh. this one? It says, Real I love life. you. It's Girlfriend's Girl, Films. Girlfriend. I love you, Mommy. Okay, that <laughs> Creepy, it's all yours. Too far. Do you know what? Creepy is being very unsocial. He's sitting here in the audience, but he's got his laptop out, and he's in the chat room. He's in the chat room. It's just the weirdest fucking thing ever. He's behind you. He goes to game. He goes Are you to saying, Kathy, that you're just upset that he's no longer, like, Shut breathing in your up. ear? No! <laughs> Being creepy. Yes. Look at that now. Uh, yeah, that's like the that. creepy. That's the creepy. He's now nuzzling her neck. He's now rubbing her. She's now. He's now draped over. Is this is this better, Kathy? Is this the creepy that you know and love? Oh, he's smelling your hair. Oh, oh that's so good. He feels so warm. It's, now he's just. Now he's napping on you. This is why you're the one that said you were. Na- thank you very much, well, creepy. Thank you for giving us. I want to thank you guys. Christ. Was that good? I want to thank you right now for giving me the corner seat, not the creepy seat. <laughs> Next time the guest host is sitting here. No, no, no. Oh hell That's yes. Let's go on. Good. Carolee wrote creepy. to us. Okay. And she says, "I'm an Australian psych student currently going through my second year of university." I am so thankful to get other people's perspective on things, and I always love when you describe how polyamory relationships work for you all. I hope to be able to use this knowledge to empathize with my future polyamorous clients. Is that not the coolest thing ever? She also says, I would like to say a super big thank you because ever since I went on birth control for my acne, my sex drive has been at an all-time low. This has never happened before, as I am usually an extremely sexual person, but... Since I started listening to your podcast, I feel it coming back. And I didn't even have to go off birth control. You guys are fucking awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. That's because of me. No. (laughs) I am pretty much. You can take any antidepressant, medication, birth control, whatever, but you get a whiff. (laughs) <laughs> of the audio tones of Count Boogie. Have you urinating on women? I w- <laughs> Shh. Silence, I'm being hot. And I bring back the sex drive. That's oh, that's no, just buddy. it. No. I just bring that. I I think mm. Mew is what is who does it, not you. Certainly not me. No, it's me. No. It's me. Oh, it's me. And I just want that listener to know. Hey, <laughs> hey baby. I'm really glad that I could help you. I could help you bring it back and and you just need to just kind of lay down and just feel me, <laughs> feel my voice just enrapture <laughs> just going down. your body. You're going to be able to see all the listeners. Go just take a down. finger, just my voice, just the sounds of my voice, just create like a little vine and pull down your Please panties. Stop. No and more. Just all the way to Australia. It's a long fucking vine. It it's a really just long international. Just back TSA up to the searched yeah. and frisked. <laughs> what? Back up to the speaker. I totally just yeah. like confused myself, and I'm like, "What was I talking about?" <laughs> this is awful. Well, I think I, I was a vine. That was a great email. Um, I'm glad. glad. I love the fact that that people because uh, we do. We've done panels and stuff for uh, you and I have done panels for. Those are awesome panels, like for therapists. Oh, that was an. Amazing. That, a bunch of therapists the came rapist? into Threshold. No, for the therapists. Yes. <laughs> That's a different panel. <laughs> but no, it's it's awesome. I mean, we've done college panels and you talk to the students and stuff like that. But it really is exciting when you have uh, therapists that are now finally, after so many years, reaching out to people who are lifestyle, BDSM, kinky people to get that information of how to deal with their clients, which really 
is very and it's still yeah. rare. Even in that room, we had like thirty something uh, therapists from this big group come, and even out of that, like thirty people that came, twenty five of them were like, "Oh my gosh!" They had all these questions, and the questions are all just amazing. Like, holy shit, you better be on your game because <laughs> you got to think. But then, even out of that group that came here, like five of them were like totally judgy. No, yeah. totally like yeah. Well, this is a sickness. This is well, a they're like it's never should have come off the DSM. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, <laughs> the DSM six is going to come out, and, and then we're going to let you guys know. Yes, awesome. I, got a, I got a question though. Okay, recently, into the as mic. You, as you know, recently I just went to a doctor. We're thinking about taking a third person, and wanted to get some STD information, testing information. And the doctor literally thought it was crazy that I was willing to share my husband with somebody else. Literally thought I was crazy. Handed me a pamphlet, <laughs> said goodbye. Yeah. Like, how do we get these medical doctors on board with these therapists who seem to be coming more in in line? We we talked about this actually uh, last week, and it's a long process, but it it comes down to. Those of us that are out, Mew and I, we had this experience uh, with the anal, uh, with the anal pill, the amazing anal pill experience. You have to talk to your doctors if you have the ability. If if it's not like the family doctor that sees everyone in the family, and you don't feel comfortable sharing about your kink, the more that we speak to our physicians and therapists and people in those positions the more they're going to be educated because if nobody says anything, then they're just going to, even though they're doctors, they don't cover this that well in med school. They may brush over it and say, yeah, there's some people, you may get some of this. But, I mean, it's really just, it's not addressed, and it's our job for people that are out and have that ability to have that conversation with our doctors and physicians and therapists that until we do, they're not going to know. So that's the only thing I can think of unless, you know, we pin everyone down and make them watch more videos and listen to Pervert Podcast, which would be amazing <laughs> with, with the toothpicks and the eyelids and take away, their, take away their protein. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was putting a vine of my voice and I was lifting her panties <laughs> from Australia. I was so hot. She's going to be a therapist probably. Yeah. That's naughty. Get on the couch. Yeah, I have some things I want to talk about. Not my mom. That's creepy. Uh, what were we talking about? God. Wait, your mom is creepy. Oh wait, are, are we? Potato mayhem. Are we coming? Part two. Are we coming back to potato mayhem? <clears throat> wait, ask the chat. We yeah. did it. Yeah. yeah, creepy, creep. We did it. Pervert. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, that yeah, creepy. We're on. Yeah, we're there. Creepy's just pointing at shit. Like the little follow well, he's the bounce. Right by the board. I was on. I'm just telling you, I was in order finally. Yes, you were, and I'm very. You guys proud were like so freaked out that I was in order that obviously you're like, wait a minute, this is all wrong. Creepy, let him know. I'm. I, a, I didn't say anything. It's creepy with his weird it's beard. The, it's the. It's creepy. The creepy. What is going on with that beard of yours? It's just growing. He's no, looking. Get away from me with that creepy beard. is looking <laughs> just like a very young Santa. <laughs> Disgusting! Get away from me. It's cookie dust. Do you want me to? Fairy dust or cookie dust? <laughs> Whatever. Um. You know, I actually kind of like that. That's a very so nice we have. <laughs> oh, now you're starting to freak it's out. Nice. Oh, this is like Stockholm syndrome, isn't it? This it really is. is. Yes, it is. This really, Kathy's like all bratty and stuff, but if there's <laughs> a secret part off. of her that's getting wet. I just, <laughs> Not so secret. You know, I have this duality. She's, she's just like cognitive I hate dissonance. This. That is so my we got mind. a couple, uh, a, a couple of new listeners with us tonight. Uh, we got uh, Cat Daddy. And Saucy, who you've been hearing uh, chat a little bit. And uh, we got the first welcome. Uh, welcome our fans coming down. Yay. Now, are you guys zombies? If you listen to a lot of shows, you just listen like two. I'm a zit. 
You're a zit. Okay, so that means you're <laughs> between 20 training. and 50. You're at 60, so you are a pee-pee zombie. Okay, so well, welcome. Well, what was really cool is, uh, Creepy, I'm going to need you to move your laptop. And uh, Mew, I'm going to need you to uh, put down the microphone. And you've already gotten out. So Cat uh, makes paddles and uh, has been playing with laser. And what is it, Lexicon? Lexi- lexicon? Just get on. Lexicon. It's Lexan. Lexan. I always forget that. So now you just... Screw it, it's plastic. It's plastic. It's a fancy plastic. <laughs> so you actually made us a pee-pee paddle. Please pass that around. Let's show everyone the pee-pee paddle. So it has the pee-pee, but the pee-pee has been lasered out so that the two peas are raised, that are very raised. But It's, it's not good- cut out like some are. <laughs> it, they're actually raised. They're actually beating each other with it. Thanks. It's just been given it to has, me. It has been because, thoroughly tested because before you got it. I want to see. See. So it looks really cool. Oh. So now, uh, Mark... Get on the uh, get on the table there. Actually, tap the mark. Me, mew, Mark, whatever. Okay, mew, Mark, mew, mark, mark. Mew. Okay, good. Get on the table. Put your ass right under that. Put your head. No, no, no. Head towards creepy. Okay, that's. Okay, that's creepy. That was probably a mistake. Okay, so now what's going to happen is we're going to attempt to see over the next ten minutes if we can raise the PP on, on her on butt poor mew. On, on Mew's butt. Okay, so. Actually, actually, I'm going to need you to turn around the there other way so I can get, because I really I, I really don't want to sit in Creepy's lap. Okay, back, oh, back, back, Why back, not? Back, back. We can't really hear Look, you that well. she has well. a tail. Is that, <laughs> is that a tail or a fuse to a firecracker? I don't know. Find out with a lighter. Shark we, we still can't hear you that well, Boogie. Shark what, you can't? Can you hear this? Yeah, but it's, not it's really low. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang you on. told me to tell you last thank time. You, thank you very okay. much. Okay. Ah. Okay. Got for you. Can you hear better now? Yes, Creepy's yep. tickling. Uh, I'm not, she's kicking me and close to my laptop. All right, so now, okay, God. that's this. So you're saying she was totally asking for it. <laughs> exactly. All right, now, uh, here's here's a little fun fact for those of you that are uh, big into marks or want to get marks or want to give someone marks. Um, for many people, if you do a lot of warm-up and you do a lot of play to build up to your heavy play to uh, where you're going to try to get marks, you're going to have a harder time actually getting marks because the skin is now used to it, the muscles, everything's kind of working together, and you'll actually get far less marks if you do that warm-up on some people. Some people mark no matter what. They'll just mark the hell out of it. No matter you breathe on them, they'll mark. But um, people like Mew, uh, Bunny, um, if you do a lot of warm-up on them, they won't get marks. So you kind of have to be a dick if you want the mark and not do any warm-up. Which is right up your alley. So, which, Mew's, Mew's a masochist, so I kind of prepped her. No warm-up, whatever. So I'm going to try to lay this right on her ass. I have to stand at this end. The mic is in the way. No, no, no. I had her move over. Okay. So I'm going to try. We'll try both cheeks, and then we'll see. Are Mew, you are you ready for this? Okay, don't be ready. Here we go. And, oh, oh. fuck me sideways. Jesus Christ. Okay. I think you got side butt. I got side. Her ass she's, moves. She's smiling. <laughs> okay, we're going to try it on the yeah, other it's side. Yeah, it's her ass's fault. Okay. So we're going to try it on the other side. I'm going to come right down here. You're warming up. Don't warm up. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I'm used to Instinct. warm up. Okay. It's, kind of, it's kind of not dickish to warm up. It's actually yeah. good to do. But if you're trying Be to warm up. Okay. Dick. Be Are you ready? Dick. 
Oh, oh my god, you broke it! Oh, Fuck! Oh, wow. That's totally okay. I think I might have brought the, a spare. The paddle? <laughs> well then. It's broken! I can't believe you broke that right off! And I even have a loose hand with it. It's the test pad. Well, we're beta testing according to Saucy. Okay. All right. (laughs) Man! Wow. On Mew. Wow. Uh, Have I? Oh, the cane. I broke a cane on her. Well. Okay. Oh, cat daddy. We're really sorry. (laughs) Hey, it happens. That is thick, motherfucking. Yeah, it's pretty thick. But you know what? A paddle, uh, even in the plastic, there could be just a bubble or a yeah. thin line or something like that. But God damn it, we broke a paddle. <laughs> and now, if you look down, you can see there's definitely a P on that one. And there's definitely a P on that one. So let's Remember, get more. Fixer <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> Thank you, Mew. <laughs> Thank and, you. and we're sorry, Cat Daddy. <laughs> That's quite okay. Um, there's plenty more where that came from. <laughs> Wow. I, I honestly really, did not think that was going to happen. It's so thick. I <laughs> Man. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. That is amazing. That is Man. literally what she said. What did you do? You broke our toy. Man, we just got a toy. They made us a toy. Man, I was looking forward to yeah. using that. Oh, mew, mew, come here. Mew, mew, mew. Oh, you're no, taking pictures. Creepy's taking a picture I'm of I'm like, what, what the fuck is creepy? <laughs> <laughs> Stop pissing on you. Yes. <laughs> Definitely need pictures. Consent. It's for science, Boogie. Let it go. <laughs> I just saw her hovering over her, and I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell's going on? Don't You don't need to Okay, so marks, we'll so. give it about stay kind of there. Stay kind of there and just relax. We maybe go get a blanket, go on the uh, go on the bid, and then uh, just kind of lay on your tummy. Don't sit on your uh, don't sit on your butt and let it just kind of work its magic and see how it comes in. Wow, I'm still <laughs> shocked. It's a thick paddle. Yeah, you had it really, really well thick. by the handle. Yeah. It just uh well, I mean it was a solid it was a solid whack, but uh yeah. I wonder if those extra pieces flared out to distribute the the load more. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, those two pieces pinched it. Because it yeah. yeah, that was the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It comes to a very small spot. I don't know, dude. That was a pretty red spot on that. <laughs> that was yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I think the the thing cuz it has like two pieces punched. Ah, that's awesome. Very well, cool. Well, uh, <laughs> well, let's. Uh, well, thank you, listener, for making the paddle. But you know, if it's going to break, at least you got to be here Don't for it. Don't do that to our fan, you. <laughs> Vaginas and paninuses, things we find interesting. This is what. There's more. What? <laughs> but we... I broke a paddle. I That's know. enough. It's not. Well, you know, Ooh. I was going to tell you that we have a. a no- is that a rowboat or something? What? It's it, either or. Oh, okay. No, that's my <laughs> thing. I made. That's a. It's the size of an. Actually, that's for the big. You know, the the so big Mexican cooking. This? No, when you're gonna yeah. cook like the big thing of tamales, Beans, and they have or, that yeah. giant like barrel. They sell the the Blood wooden stew. paddles there. They what is it? Blood stew. The, whatever <laughs> they sell those, and I made it into a paddle. So yeah, that would be the next one. Mm. Uh, I'm so. <laughs> I love that. I was so happy about the paddle. I was going to steal it with, from you. I on mean, it Friday. was awesome that it just broke right in her ass. But, but that's the point of the beta paddle. Aww. We're going to get you one that's not going to right. break. It's in beta. It's going to be like we'll get Kathy one too. It's going to be like four <laughs> inches thick. It'll be like a tree limb of plastic. <laughs> just literally, they'll just be like s- broken bones. Oh my god! That actually sounds like a good idea. That's that. That well, you probably wouldn't break uh, the paddle. Handle. 
you probably wouldn't break the paddle. So what else do we got? We got. So we have a. I wanted to surprise you. We have a fan of Perverted Podcast who's going to be visiting us in November. Okay. And she said to tell you that she's from Scotland, not Australia. It's Don't Get It Twisted. Oh. Yes. So I'm warning you now, don't creep her out and don't perv on her while she's here because she's bringing a friend. And she's oh, gonna dude, be here she's going to have week. urine on her. Oh. No. Oh, that is so. I promised her. Why would you promise friend? her that I'm not going to perv on her? That is not going to happen. <laughs> Damn I it. am going to perv. I'm not going to touch her. I mean, I'm going to throw out my golden toe. I have four months to lose weight, huh? Yeah, November, man. <laughs> November, all right. Yeah. Mew! So, We're going back to the gym tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back. I got to get hot. It's cool when fans visit. I like it. She's planning the trip out here. She One of the things she wanted to do was come to the well, didn't she say? Wait, didn't she say something like like a flirt? There was a flirt in there. There was no flirt. She that said, was like, tell, tell Boogie that, you know, I'm going to yeah. come out. And, no, and, I know, had to I'm ask just... her. She The conversation was with me. Okay. You need some like. I had to ask her. <laughs> can I some, tell like, Boogie? She had some bad seventies funk to lay in when it gets kind of <laughs> like this. Where you're like, so what's going on with it? You know, so <laughs> just a little. <laughs> wick, 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 wick. Yeah. Well, that'll be nice to see her. See all of her. Will she yes. get naked? Will okay. She do see, some this shit? is what I'm talking about right here. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it now. So she's got a few months to prepare. Will you be doing some stuff? Can Maybe get a little naked. Maybe Tom. we'll have a new paddle. Can we thank Tom new for paddle? the air conditioning in here? So we got to get Tom a basket of blowjobs. We keep promising him that. And <laughs> well, we never you know, he's always it. in the parking lot and he's always working. So we got to get him cleaned up and get him inside. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, he's always working and then he goes into the parking lot and he's not actually in basket of blow. Okay. So here at Threshold, we have facilities. Tom, who's like our genius fix everything guy. He's and the he one that put the air conditioners everything. and he actually pirated some fucking air conditioning from Threshold into here so we could have a little extra ear. Why are ear. you divulging that? We don't want people to know that we're pirating is AC. This where my, no, is we're this not. Where my membership we we talked. See, yes. did you hear that? Yes, it is. <laughs> we've talked to the board. We've talked about it. We said, hey, you know, we we promote fucking endless what? <laughs> You've got the As coordinator right here I on the board. I just want to say, everything that Boogie does for this club, I'm more than happy no. to let him have one pipe of air conditioning. <laughs> one. Just, just one. one. And it's not coming out very the strong. The coordinator is giving you the <laughs> what? Did I not? Did I not do something? <laughs> no, I talked to Didn't I talk to everyone? <laughs> you talked to me. Me one afternoon before a show. No, no, I've talked to others. I've talked okay. to other board members. Okay, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. That's fine. <laughs> and and they all love the show. So, well, so. Well, yes, we do. So, <laughs> and this is our thresholds outreach currently. This is we yeah. are the are the only outreach right now for threshold. So, so, I, so uh, that's why I don't have a problem with it. So yeah, I so know you talked to everyone else. So, <laughs> so maybe I I messed up, but <laughs> whatever. So now you know. Epically, with the coordinator right here in the room. <laughs> so anyway, Tom got us some fucking air. It's a little bit. It's and every not, time he does something amazing, we promise him a basket of blowjobs. And but and so far, but he doesn't come to parties. No so he, that's what I said. I said, bro, you got to get cleaned up and come to the because he's Stop always working. Cleaned up. Well, because he's always. 
fucking working and shit, and he smells like a fucking working dude. And you can't, you hey. can't get a basket of blowjobs with fucking vinegar no, no, no. balls. There man. are you gotta, some. You got to shower. Women are into that sort of That's thing. That's a FedLife fetish. Smells like yeah. a working dude. Yeah. Smells like a working dude. Nice, really? Honest sweat. Yeah. yeah I don't some know. women are totally into it. Well, then Tom's yeah. fucking. You know, he's, he's find prime. That blowjob provider. Well, because I'm just saying because he's <laughs> in, the, in my network. What no, the hell are vinegar balls? He's in the roof. You know, he's on top of the roof in 115 degrees with a tar roof. I mean, I'm just going to say he's probably not that fresh. <laughs> got to get, got to freshen him up. And then we got to get some, you know, willing. Way to thank Tom. Thank you. You have that not so fresh. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying. Look, I'm actually put. He come every four, you know, months when he actually does walk through the dungeon. I'm like, that's Tom. He's awesome. He does things. He is the reason you have air conditioning. He's a great guy. Everyone should, you know. Should know, and then he disappears back yeah, outside. Does kind of, how can you get a guy a basket of blowjobs if he's never? I'm just it? saying, Tom's got to work with us. Okay, he's got to work with us. All right, um, uh, I That's have it. been. Uh, I wanted to talk about something. Okay, uh, I have been bestowed with a title. A what? From Creative Explorer, he, <laughs> he gave me a title. <laughs> Actually, hang on. Let me see your butt. Ooh. There are peas. The one P came out. Show everyone else. Turn there. There's definitely red and, uh, and the P. Yeah. There's two of them right there. Creepy's wanting to get as close as he can to her butt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a point. This is science. It's for science. <laughs> Psst. <laughs> Stop pissing on I you. I have all the piss. I have all of it. It's yeah, it's no, the P's coming out. Both of them are coming out. If we actually had a... Creepy, do you want to touch her butt? I don't. I want to not touch it and piss him off. No? You sure? You're pissing creepy off. He's our tech guy. Don't you piss move him away. off. Move away. Don't. Because he's going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to cry because that ass is so fucking awesome. You know awesome. what? The next time you need tech support, he's going to remember this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh-huh. I was going to let him touch Mew's butt with a finger, and then, but he'd have to smell it. Damn it. You didn't say that part. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say finger her butt. I just I said t- I just said touch it. <laughs> the show. I, I don't even know where we are anymore. Let's I don't even know whatever. Move on. Oh, you got a title. Yes, I have a title. Creative Explorer gave me the title of condom bitch. Do I even want to know? I'm the condom bitch. Whenever he's fucking someone else, he goes condom bitch, and <laughs> oh I have to take open the wrapper nice. and put the condom on. <laughs> oh my god! That's spectacular. There's going to be a ceremony. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to have that title. I love being a condom bitch. You are I get the to... condom bitch. Here she comes. <laughs> Here she comes. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, bringing another partner into the. In, into the play is a lot of fun. So this has actually worked out okay. It has, yeah. We're, it, it never ends. You're always going to uh, be figuring out new things, and uh, it's not exactly where I want it to be. Well, so, but it's fun along you know, the way. A little bit of goodwill and honesty goes a long way. So. Yes, and I, there is a lot of goodwill and honesty going on in cool. in that apartment. So it's it's a lot of fun and I I get to watch, I get to get my voyeur kink on and then <laughs> I get to be a condom bitch. I mean, what more can a person That's ask for good. really? Condom bitch. Yes. Creepy? No, can I go? To go what? <laughs> oh, creepy wants to oh. come. He <laughs> just wants to come over and watch you have sex. Um, come. Oh. He wants to come and wa- and watch me be a condom bitch. 
I think anyone would want to see cool. you be a yeah. kind of bitch. <laughs> Shut up. You don't mean that in a nice way. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> That is, right. that is what is uh, anal con anal something concept? What oh, that's that? right. Wait, hang on a second. Where's my water? Anal, Sorry. anal something. <laughs> Doctor B's like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, anal? <laughs> He's all about the anal. What are you swallowing? Oh, <laughs> your Viagra? Yeah, forgot. Yo, Yohimbi? No, no, <laughs> not Yohimbi. We have to put that on the board from now on. <laughs> Boogie, take your Viagra. <laughs> well, I mean, there's do? no, it's just, it, it's Mark and I tonight, so there's no, like, you know, after orgy, which I do miss those. Um, oh, but, um, you only have one girl tonight. I feel well, so no, bad for you. Mark spends a lot of time with us, so we, we do we do a lot of loving, but tonight we're like, hey, let's, you know, let's, let's play a little bit. And, uh, you know, she's got a firecracker in, so she's all, you know... I did, you know, we do our vocabulary every day, and and if I get like over sixty percent of the words, like I know what they are, then um, that's anal. That's the thing. And I finally got <laughs> over sixty percent. She read a passage that I actually understood most of the words. Cool. And so I'm like, hey, you know, anal. She's all, let's do it. And then I had this crazy. We were joking, and I said, I had this concept, and I said, what if? I like warmed you up and like maybe we used a butt plug and like kind of just stretched it out and just kind of gently just getting to that point just like gently (laughs) you know kind of worked it you know to see if maybe we could we could you know make it last a little longer (laughs) before it just bleeds oh and she just and it was amazing because she just stops and she looks at me she's like Huh? <laughs> You're not just gonna rape my ass and until there's fissures and then we fucking it's dot, like li- it was Wait. to us it was amazed. Look, we were just like confused. I'm like, is that like what, vanilla you're, anal? You're gonna be gentle. What's gonna going be on gentle here? and warm her up? I'm like, we could just try. I don't. If you don't like it, she's like, is that gonna be boring? <laughs> Usually, there's like kind of a rapey thing involved, and it's like, rawr, and she comes, and then she'll. So I just had this weird concept. So we're going to have like nice anal. Nice anal. Let's well, well you know, give it a try. I don't you know, never I'll know. report back to you. Yeah, let us know next week. How, in in how 10 minutes, she just, I, just, anal goes. I just see her reach forward with a thumb and go, and, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, down. give me a paddle or something. <laughs> just break something. Oh, no, no, no. At that point, you just go, uh, you just go chemical play. That's right. Icy oh, hot. Yes. Icy hot on the vagina. She actually loves that. <laughs> Vaginas and paninas. Can I play it now? Yes, now you can okay. play it. Vaginas and paninuses. Things we find interesting. This is the random topic we are going to talk about now. It sounds like there should be flowers and rainbows. And oh, you know, you need one of those old chimes. You know. One of the what? Oh, oh yes. I have yeah. those up. Uh, yeah. They're buried They're in the floor there somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Where are they yeah. when you need them? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Me. Okay, so uh, this is the time when we're going to talk to Doctor B about this um, this wonderful party he's been having. Let's talk about anal fissures. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try not to have them tonight. <laughs> did it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you approach uh, the uh, rental chair, which is Boogie? Oh yeah, quite a quite a while ago. How many months it was ago? Like was November? Yeah, and you said, "Hey, I want to." I uh, I want to start a kinky kind of gaming uh, party. Do you got any open spaces? Don't even pretend well, you're not listening, Boogie. <laughs> well, the, the, <laughs> I I figured out that my my if you had made a, de- a Venn diagram of my 
geeky friends and my kinky friends, and they were red and blue, it would be this giant purple circle with a little rim of red and blue around the outside. <laughs> so That's not even a Venn diagram yeah. <laughs> anymore. Yeah, exactly. So you wanted to have this. I thought it was a great idea. You're like, we just combine kinky and gaming. And I, well, I don't know that much about gaming. In fact, it's the one thing that Creative Explorer well, threatens funny. me with is to make me game because I hate it that much. But. <laughs> well, the funny thing is you guys actually kind of improved on the idea I had. Because well, we stole it. Yes. Well, I just, I mean, that's just, <laughs> the let's minute just Boogie not hears that, he's all, hey. Because we had our perverted podcast party with like eight people showing up. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we, why don't we not try it? Because let's first off, let's backtrack. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> that was the impetus to me, um, you know, saying, hey, let's do this. Because it's, you know, there's it, it was like the smack. Like, hey, a lot of people are into this and, and we should do this. So, yes, I you were the inspiration. I stole your idea. But we've been talking about fucking Unger and I have been talking. Unger and Carlos and I and other members have been talking about doing kinky gaming for literally years and years and years. Yeah. You know, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Unger for a long time. You wanted to do like a Dungeons and... I want to do Dungeons and Dragons in the Dungeon. Makes makes kind of sense. Got a party where that works now. Yeah, we do. So (laughs) now that I... I got to think about how to get do the it. thing going and do the second half of the night. I, we can do that. And I remember having to break it to Dr. B. That Boogie stole yeah, your idea Boogie and said, yeah, your let's idea. just do it for ours <laughs> and see how it works out. And he can still have his. Uh, I'll give him a great deal. And then, and you're like, you just stole his idea. I'm all, no. Hey, I just wanted to have stuff to go to. I totally didn't care. Uh, <laughs> was like, he was so right. cool and so chill about it. He's all, yeah, don't give it to him. Yeah, there's another group that, that has a gaming party. In that <laughs> that <laughs> other gaming party is what kind of got it in my head that, you know what would make this even better? Because they do it in a dungeon with gaming, but there's no play. So right, right, right. and they figure that's more newbie friendly. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. They're not really showing them the real boring thing. to me. They're showing them equipment. Yeah, yeah, no. Let them play. Let them so, gaming in the main room and and playing in the and it and it and people like that shit. And the only problem is that you and I don't game, and I think people <laughs> can tell when they walk in the room that we're just these two old fat people walking around going. <laughs> we're just going to be in the lobby and if it's while hot you guys enough, game. It'll melt the fat right off us. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was popular. And it started to slowly work its way up to more people, and then we got too busy with shit and the board and everything. And, and, and I and we approached Boogie, uh, Dr. B and said, "Hey, uh, how would you feel about uh, taking over this party and hosting it?" And you have taken it, and within what two months, I hear it's even more people than yeah, it's more. Oh, yeah, yes. he's uh, the it people. The people really love it. Three, I think, last week is what that uh, is amazing. Yes, was it a lot of people? Uh, yeah, it was nearly seventy. Oh, there you go. For a Wednesday night. Inclu- including volunteers DMs, and stuff like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. so so sixty three sixty five is is just about right. Yeah. Unfucking real on a Wednesday night. So this is the third is it the third Wednesday of every month? Yeah. From yes. eight to midnight here uh, at Threshold. Actually we we expanded it to seven to midnight. Nice. Although we need to shut the door at nine because then we don't have some. See, that's kind of weird. You just need to get a door person that wants to stay longer. No, <laughs> I think <laughs> Billy. I'm working on. I think Doctor B knows one. what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on getting a second one, and then we can. That'd right. be fun. So now, how does this apply? Yeah. How does it play? Because you know we talk about stuff that Alex talks about here, and we have a lot of listeners that are. Oh man, it sounds like great. If I was in fucking Los Angeles, I'm sure I'd be able to go to that. Well, I so know now at least one other thing like this. I just heard about it randomly uh, up oh, there's in San game, Francisco. Yeah, there's game nights. I mean, a lot Words. of people have been doing game, game nights. Shit, it was 1970s we had game nights. In the 50s, nope. they had game nights. But I mean, like, specifically at a dungeon with play. And the sure, whole, yeah. sure. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I think this is definitely. Think? I think. Well, what I'm saying is, is this is because a lot of people do it at munches. They'll bring mm-hmm. some games to munches. Yeah. That's that's pretty oh, common. That's actually, been, been people doing. My group long. right now at right. at this very moment is doing our monthly geek munch. Oh, and um, you're and missing it to be here. What's fact, the name of your group? P- uh, Los Angeles Geeky and Kinky. And you meet every every fourth Monday. Uh, uh, from 7.30 to whatever at a Denny's at Sepulveda in Burbank. I've been to right. this a few times, oh, yeah. and it's very strange. You guys take the entire back uh, uh, area, and it's just a bunch of people with games, and it's That's a month. So, people, really cool. so, so it. if you are in another area <laughs> that doesn't have uh, Los Angeles, uh, absolutely, I mean, find a restaurant where you can go or a coffee house where you can go and bring some games, because it really does help People who maybe are a little, uh, you know, insecure, a little frightened, a little like, hey, what is this king? It's anything that kind of, I mean, we started putting Play-Doh out at Threshold. And people just respond to games and something that's familiar to them. Pull out a deck of Uno, Cards Mm -hmm. Against Humanity, something that you can do and incorporate that into your munch or your meeting. Well, that was that this specific group when it started uh, these munches, the the munch, not obviously not the party, uh, started a year before I was even in the scene. Right. And uh, I went starting at number 13 and it's now on number 68 um, every month. Uh, That's where I found home. You know what I mean? Like everybody says they find that spot in the community where it's like, these are my people. I like walked into that much. Every other munch I've been to, it's like a bunch of people at a bar. You know, right. you don't necessarily know who's in the group and, you know, everybody's hitting on everybody. And I'm just a little shyer than that. But sit me down at a game and I'm like, oh, game rules. And, oh, you like to do dirty shit. Hey, I like to do dirty. Sure. Shit. So, <laughs> so you can actually yeah, have yeah. conversations. And yeah. we've been, I mean, because we've been really pushing, you know, we have the instructions on how to start a munch. And some people have been uh, really checking out that and, and working with that. Um, but it really is something that that. That our listeners, that if you don't have a community where you're at, go ahead and make a Fet Life post, and yeah. you know find a coffee house that you can meet at or somewhere that you can meet. Bring some games down, and this is a good way to maybe start your own munch. Well, I've I've tried a few times to make it happen on the west side, and it'll probably happen again at some point. But um, a different part of LA for those not here. Uh, and it usually starts small. You, you don't even need the the best spot where you don't even need to ask permission is something that's like a communal area between restaurants, like a food court. Oh, because right. You just sure, plop sure. yourself down. People can eat wherever they want. You don't right. have to figure out how to split checks or do any of that stuff. They just show up, eat food, play games. Some people it. have their uh, munches at parks. Yep. You yeah, know, and they'll yeah. just do like a weeknight, a park that, that you can stay at, you know, a little after dark, you know depending on what time it is or the day or the weekend or whatever. There's really opportunity. I really just want because the gaming is, it really works. It's yeah. really Play-Doh, Cards Against Humanity, all of these games, it really works at disarming people's fears about meeting other people. It's a great conversation starter. And by playing the game, just like you said, now you have kind of that open door. So I'd really like to see some of our listeners that aren't in places that have big communities to really kind of use some of these tools that we've really found really work right. and, and try those yourself. So I have a question. Why do you think there is... It seems like an odd thing to have a crossover. I can understand why cosplay and the kink community has some crossover, but why do you think gaming and kink have such a strong crossover? I think uh, I, I think it's like uh, there's like a certain creativity to it. 
I, I think it's sort of also outside the box thinking. You know, I mean, now like there's a lot of gamers, well, a lot of people that identify as geeks. And it's way more mainstream. But by that same token, all of these people, most of these games encourage you to think outside your normal thinking patterns. It's like, how do I figure out how to beat these people, do something different? Is pretty much the answer to just about every board game, card game you'll run into is figure out how to succeed in a different way than everybody else. Because most of these games have a limited number of like certain cards or things. So if everybody tries to do the same thing, you'll all fail kind of equally. It's the person that does something different that wins. So... Hmm. Maybe this I'm drawing too far of a thing, but it's kind of sounds like cool. Sounds with, like cool shit you know? <laughs> with sexuality <laughs> that you're not drawing the straight line. You know, it's like a uh, little making out, little oral and we're banging away and we're done, you know, and I'm asleep. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah you're doing something completely different. So hmm. it's or the fact that. that there's just a crossover of people that are sex. We're all nerds. Yeah. You know, you kind of have to be a nerd and nerds tend to be not always, but a little, I don't know, a little more thinky people. Nerds tend to be more thinky. thinky. And and the thinky people tend to be the ones that think about their sexuality and think about why shouldn't I be able to explore? <laughs> Would that feel good? Yeah. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Let's give it a shot as, as opposed I'm to the not my penis in an apple pie. Thinky, <laughs> thinky people are more geeky. So the urethra. That's no, just my bullshit I'm making up. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my bullshit. Well, uh, and what's the, you have it? You you renamed it. What was what's the name? Oh of your party? yeah, the new name is Nerdgasm. <laughs> Nerdgasm. It that. turns out is actually used quite a bit. Yeah, both even in the local community, and there's a Facebook page, and I'm like, well, this is going to be our future cease and desist letter right here. Nice. <laughs> Too bad they can't have it. They can I only uh, challenge you if you're doing something that they're I'll, doing. If I'll they have a, if they have a, if, with a with a little asterisk in there somewhere, and go, yeah, sure. see, it's something else now. It's and star. Gasm. Yeah, it'll it'll all work out. Oh, I was going to say something I have added since uh, taking over two parties ago was uh, something I the real the thing that I wanted to do why I wanted my own party and why I came to you to begin with was I wanted to combine kink and gaming. I wanted to have oh right yeah yeah which we finally got to do this time, which somebody brought. I mean. On a real basic level, uh, somebody brought Twister, which you could play in whatever state of dress you sure. want to do it in. I did see a naked person on the Twister uh, mat. Yes. That she, like, uh, party started, she, like, took her clothes off. So it was okay. awesome. Uh, we also played a little game I, I made up know. called Kinky Telephone, which I... So pretty much you talk into the ear of the person close or you whisper into the ear of the person closest to you whatever comes out the other side yeah uh, so you have to whisper something that you either want to do solo want done to you or done to somebody else okay and if whatever comes out the other side is appealing to any of the people playing the game they raise their hands and then you say yes or no and pick your participants oh my god that's, that's so awesome. cool so <laughs> that's great so what I wrote, I just wanted to do that just to, because I've always thought that the best dom for gamers is the is the game itself. Because wanting to win, you'll dom yourself into doing something you wouldn't want to do. But but the consent <laughs> action is still going on there. You, you know what I mean? If you push yourself, that's you pushing yourself. Who cares? But uh, with the cool part, the total side effect, and I wrote a, I never write journal posts on uh, FetLife, and today I wrote one, which was uh, my accidental community service. <laughs> which was about half the people playing that game were brand freaking new. 
Like they were like, well, I want a flogger, but how do I do that? So we actually in an informal setting where it wasn't like, hey, we're having a class and this is how it's doing. And some dipshit who maybe knows what he's doing is going to show you what how that works. Not here. Other places. I've seen it. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> but but instead you had about half was fairly experienced people or maybe it's like a third and then a third and maybe a third. But there was a good chunk of experienced people there and there's a good chunk of complete newbies. So we got to without them having to feel stupid and ask questions really show them oh what does it feel like to get flogged okay we're gonna do that you that know, and is stuff. amazing yeah Perf. it Perf. made me feel so good you just um i'm guessing you did that in the purple room right yeah yeah because i was playing with someone in another room the jail cell and a naked girl walked into our scene and sat down and being a naked girl, I didn't really have a problem with it. <laughs> like the a, double standard was pushed, <laughs> and, and you said, I'll let you stay. And, oh, okay. Oh, and then after a minute, she said, is this the purple room? And I said, uh-huh. Oh. No, it's down the hall. And she left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that, is really cool. that is awesome. Hey, well, ex- extra bonus for you. Extra Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. It's super important that we tell you that we are not therapists. Don't look the other way, Boogie. I'm a therapist. <laughs> you know, well, technically. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, technically. So what do we got? We got something from Sexy Suburbs who says, Does being a submissive automatically mean that you lean towards masochism? I know the two aren't always joined, but... Nope. (laughs) (laughs) There's your answer. We're done. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) But is it possible to be a masochist without being a submissive? Can you be a submissive without being a masochist? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, particularly Kathy's. Why me? I don't know, because I'm not... Well, because your cat, well, cat, she asked for your, so go ahead. All We're right. all chomping at the bit. I will say that I have always, uh, well, I used to always say I'm not a masochist because I don't like pain. What an idiot I was. Because then I started researching and found the definition of masochism is, or masochist is amazing. It's a person, this is what we all think it is, a person who finds sexual gratification in suffering physical pain. And that's number one. But then it goes on to explain further, it's also a person who's gratified by or finds pleasure in pain. Not necessarily sexual. Not only pain. Also in degradation, self-denial, hmm. submissiveness, and then it adds etc. Which means you can basically add whatever you want in there and you're a masochist. So it, it is a much broader term than we think it is. Right. All right. And so I, I found that out and kind of realized I am a masochist because I, I do like creepy coming up behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't like it. Sit down. Stay right there. No, now he's got to wait. <laughs> he's cooling his balls on your he's AC. He's cooling unit. his balls on my <laughs> mid-sized AC. So there's part of me that likes it, but there's no physical pain involved. I just like that level of somebody doing something to me that I don't like. So can you be a masochist? I mean, she kind of answers her own questions. You can be a masochist without being a submissive, and you can be a submissive without being a masochist. It does sound odd to think of being a masochist without being also a submissive because you can't well i mean it kind of doesn't because that's just a bottom a bottom can be a masochist and and you're not being submissive at all you're just saying i like pain and you partner a b or c i just want you to do this to me can you do that to me and i'm not going to kneel and i'm not going to crawl and i'm not going to call you sir or ma'am and i'm not going to do any of these things i just want to experience this sensation because i get a certain level of gratification from the pain and that's just a bottom 
So a bottom can absolutely be a masochist and not a submissive. And a submissive, there's a lot of submissives that want no pain, no degradation. They just want to be about the service. They want to go through the protocols. They want to do the kneeling. They want to feel that um, they are in a mental kind of uh, power exchange with the uh, dominant uh relationship that they have and there's no pain maybe they do some role play or things like that but there is nothing about hitting or bondage or anything like that right we have all of those mm-hmm. i think you just hit the nail on the head with the pain thing i don't want to submit to anyone anyone not even cat daddy but give me pain any day of the week and i think that's the only reason that i identify as a switch because there's time i want massive pain massive but i want to give it also but I don't want to submit mm-hmm. at all. Sure. That's very interesting. And this is something that's really, I mean, we're, we've answered this question a hundred times and we're going to answer it a hundred times more because it really is something that's confusing because it is a kind of a trick of, of the people that are a little more manipulative. The people with some experience that want to be a little more manipulative to some of the new people is to, to grade their masochism is to say, oh, you're not really a masochist because you're trying to poke and manipulate and challenge them and to get them to say, yeah, I am, because they want an identity, because they have their fantasy about what a masochist is and they want to be that romantic version. So it's something that people use to kind of play against you to get to be able to do what you want. But the reality is, is that you don't have to go through that bullshit, any level of pain, degradation, or uncomfortableness that you like. You can identify as that. No, yeah, it's, I feel like that's like a form of negging, you know, it's like pickup artist crap, you know, where they're just like, just. Yeah, yeah you're not a real man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you do See? fire play, but do you do fire needle play? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, no. No, a real masochist does this. I've been in the lifestyle for a long time and I know this. <laughs> I know this is what you should do. And it just so happens that I do that. I mean, really, you want to prove yourself to me? I mean, all that kind of shit goes on. And once again, it, it, if you're, if, if you fall for it, then then okay, you you fallen for it. So that's why we have this show that we say you don't have to fall for it. There's not some sort of card that you get at the end of your play scene that says now you're an official masochist. <laughs> There's no graduation. There's no ceremony. So if you're looking for that, you're going to find people that are going to try to manipulate that out of you. Instead, just be who you are in whatever level you're at. Yeah. Are, are you a masochist? Uh, no, not even a little bit. Um, I I like sometimes a lot of sensation. Like I've had conversations where I, I go, I like CBT without the T, you know. But, um, <laughs> Just touch my junk. Yeah, touch. Well, that's called a blowjob. Hard, but not. Yeah. You know, I don't want to actually experience pain. But what I was going to say is funny enough, as I'm a switch, but uh, when I top, I like to tell people I am not a dominant. Okay. So, and you can see how much that linkage is kind of uh filtered into the into the scene because you see somebody like assume some sort of position but like her hands behind her back and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like we're, we're collaborating here i'm hurting you because you like it and like you're not trying to please me because just doing the thing is pleasing me so yeah i love that perspective I and mean, there's so right just sitting in this room there's so many different variations i'm like i want that bitch to put her hands behind her back that's great kneel on the ground and then turn around <laughs> yes no well, I, I will do a little 
bit of like I'm I'm a horrible tease. So like especially when I know what she's doing, I'm not. There's no freaking mystery there. So I'm just sitting there going, hey, "What are you doing with your hands? I didn't tell you. To, I mean, what? I, oh, you're so I'm nice. Not, I'm not in charge of you. So you are kind <laughs> of a dominant dick. That's awesome. <laughs> that go, Doctor B. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, maybe a little bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's cool. Very good. Well, very good. You guess what? You know what this means? What? I, I have no segue for this. So everyone go, oh, come on, give me a oh. Oh. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted oh. playground for us to record. And if you are in the Los Angeles what? or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org oh. and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially to Saucy and Cat Daddy for that paddle we broke. Woo! <laughs> to Unger and everybody in the chat room. Woo! Woo! To Creepy's really weird beard. Get it away from me! Touch it. Touch it. Oh, you said you <laughs> liked it. <laughs> Thank you, you have Dylan. unleashed. Thank you, Dr. B, for being here you today. You have unleashed <laughs> a <laughs> demon. Finish your show, goddammit. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I finish. <laughs> your hair's all messed I up. I know. <laughs> Just sucked a dick. It's awesome. <laughs> Boogie, I hate you so much right now. Thank you to Dr. B what? for co-hosting. Woo! <laughs> All right. Um, I forgot what else there is. Oh, if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. Visit pervertedpodcast.com. And don't be afraid to swing by our Patreon page to donate only a dollar a month. For $12 a year, me love you long time. <laughs> and you can rub your beard on her. <laughs> Bucket of blowjobs. <laughs> you just got to get out of the parking lot. You just can't just be oh, hanging God. out in the parking lot to get your bucket of blowjobs. So next week we're going to have show 113. It's going to be a very, very exciting time. The end show song that we're going to leave you with is something off of the Nerd Music album, a song about espionage called I Spy. We will see you guys next week. Woo! on a shirt with a microphone installed I'm inclined to know your secrets like a fly on the wall I send information on a channel no one knows what to do is for the greater cause don't hate me cause I'm just a tool of espionage Sexy on occasion when I get a lipstick stain From a female foreign dignitary that just can't refrain I can't blow my cover Oh, the perils I must face What to do is for the greater cause Don't hate me, cause I'm only a tool of espionage Identities, disguises and passports Fake accents and technical gadgets Dark alley meetings with code name operatives Killing armed guards with poison gas cufflinks Debonair mannerisms, stylish fashions Money to gamble with reckless abandon Nerves of steel and a gallon of luck Secret messages that in ten seconds Will self-destruct
levers of guns being loaded Something's wrong My agent's falling through a window And his heartbeat's not strong They come for the body I disappear without a trace Get recycled to another job Don't hate me cause I'm only a tool of espionage I am only a tool of espionage 